they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked Jesus a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. In all honesty, I should probably just sit down with you now and consider this scripture in silence for ten minutes or so. This is one of those full-stop passages, isn't it? Still, there are a few points to consider about what is happening between Jesus and this group of Pharisees. The reference to a lawyer is the only one in Matthew. Apparently, he is something of a professional theologian. He seems to be trying to draw Jesus into some kind of debate about the ranking of laws. Notice that the lawyer asks specifically which commandment in the law is the greatest. According to the rabbinical count, there were 613 commands in the law, and the view was that all commandments were equal and were equally binding. Jesus replies that the whole of the law and the prophets hang from these two commandments. The prophets were sent by God to interpret the law in terms of the current society or situation. Jesus, the greatest prophet of them all, was trying to explain that these religious leaders were following the law too much by the letter and subsequently losing the essence of the law. These leaders saw the law as static, just something written on a scroll. And Jesus, as only he could, got right to the essence of the whole law as an action. Love God. Love your neighbor as yourself. I think of the image of Lady Justice, blindfolded, holding a perfectly balanced scale, the law on one side, the prophet's interpretation on the other, each suspended by the fulcrum of Jesus' two commandments to love God and love one's neighbor. And when we speak of love with reference to God, it is a very Old Testament kind of love. The closest word is chesed, H-E-S-E-D, which is described as covenant love or steadfast love. This love, which comes from God, has always been. It was present at creation when God said, Let us make humankind in our own image. It was present before we were formed in the womb. 
It is the love God has for each one of us, for every living thing on this planet, unmotivated, unmanipulated, unconditional, and unlimited. The lawyer and the Pharisees asked Jesus for the one greatest commandment. But Jesus responds with two, the second being similar to the first. The command to love one's neighbor as oneself is not only similar to loving God, but it is of equal importance and is actually inseparable from the first command. We are all made in God's image. We all carry the spark of life that originated at the beginning of the world we know. Loving God and loving one's neighbor cannot be separated. We cannot love God and then love our neighbor. To love God is to love one's neighbor. And to love one's neighbor is to love God. And if you need a refresher on who your neighbor might be, I refer you to Matthew chapter 25. But sometimes it's hard to see those who do or say things that are so counter to the good news of God in Christ. It's easy to dismiss them as stupid or ignorant or evil. I struggle with that myself, and if you recall, I preached about it a few weeks ago. But this summer, I learned a practice that has helped me have greater compassion for those with whom I disagree, either politically or morally. It helps me to really live into Jesus' greatest commandments. I'd like to share it with you now. So trust me, this is an experiment. I ask you to find a relaxed, comfortable position where your body is supported. Close your eyes. We'll begin with just a few moments of basic breathing meditation. I want you to focus on the physical sensation of your breath, either as it passes in and out of your nose or as your chest rises and falls. As you breathe, imagine that your own compassion is activated, that you are breathing in compassion Breathing out compassion. Breathe in compassion. Breathe out compassion. Now, spend a moment and generate compassion and loving kindness for yourself. Reflect on ways that you are suffering right now.
and on the fact that this suffering doesn't isolate you from the world, but in fact connects you with others. Others, too, experience this same kind of suffering. Reflect on your inner values, your aspirations, your dreams. Reflect that others, too, have inner goals and aspirations and dreams. Recite for yourself, may I be happy, may I be free from suffering, may I be happy, may I be free from suffering. Now imagine that in your presence is a loved one, a neutral person, and a difficult person. The four of you are there together. Yourself, this person you care for or have affection for, a person you know but not well, and someone with whom you have some difficulty. It could be conflict or dislike or opposing values. The four of you are there together. Consider that just like you, each one of them knows what it's like to suffer, to experience sadness, loss, fear, anxiety. Just like you, each of them has important human relationships and connections. Each of them is a friend to someone mentor, a child, a spouse, a parent. Each of them has goals and aspirations and dreams. Each of them wants to love and be loved. In these fundamental ways, there is no difference between the four of you. Now recite in your own mind, just like me, each of us wants to be happy and free from suffering. Just like me, each of us wants to be happy and free from suffering. Now imagine that the four of you are surrounded by countless others. 
perhaps persons from your past or present, people you don't even know. Consider on this fundamental level that you are all the same. Each has experienced suffering and struggle. Each has experienced fear, sorrow, anxiety. Each has had ups and downs. Each has important relationships and connections. Each has inner goals, dreams, aspirations. On this fundamental level, we are all the same. Recite in your mind, just like me, each of us wants to be happy and free from suffering. Just like me, each of us wants to be happy and free from suffering. On this fundamental level, we are all the same. Now, set the intention of bringing this recognition with you as you engage in your daily activities. Just like me, each of us wants to be free from suffering. Each of us wants to be happy. Amen.